electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber. Some weakness in futures as pressure increases to tighten sanctions on Russia, including possible bans on Russian coal in Europe. Uh, Elon Musk, of course, joining the Twitter board. Promises changes. We're all over that as well. In fact, our roadmap begins with Twitter. Elon Musk, set to join the board, says he'll make, quote, significant improvements in the coming months. Shares are surging for a second day. Plus, Bon Voyage, a bon voyage has COVID fears. <laughs> Ease. Yeah, don't laugh at me. I'm sorry. Carnival is notching its right. busiest no, 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 booking no, week in the company's history, Jim. And the shares, by the way, are surging on that news. Good. Yeah. Good for them. European Union is also eyeing new Russian sanctions, this time targeting oil, gas, and coal. On Bayage. Let's dive right into Twitter, guys. Uh, Elon Musk joining the board in this SEC filing. The company says Musk will serve as a Class 2 director. Term expires at the company's annual 2024 shareholder meeting. It says Musk agrees he will not own more than 14.9% of Common as long as he's serving on the board and for 90 days after that. He's been all over the replies, Jim. He says Facebook now gives him the willies. Um, and Agrawal says uh, we're pleased to have a guy who's passionate about the service, but also an intense critic. Look, I, I think you've got one of the more active people who've made a lot of points on uh, and really you know, build a following, which is important for all of his businesses, uh, done it direct to consumer. And I think he feels that there should be other people who might be able to do the same thing. But the site has been I think the site has, frankly, uh, Gresham's law. It, 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 the, the bad has really driven out the good. And David, I think that when he's in there, he will be a terrific Trojan horse because I can't imagine him sitting there in the back, you know, one of the board members, you know, scribbling little notes. Yeah. The ROE. Yeah. Why would it's ROI? Do you think he's going to do that? Uh, no. Hey, I, listen, 62 I, of the how board, he has the time board? to even fit a, a Twitter board seat on his uh, schedule is hard to imagine, given everything else really? that the man does. Um, but it appears that will be the case. I would point out that, you know, the Twitter board in and of itself right now is a fairly impressive board. Uh, I would argue. Uh, with, Silver Lake? Well, yeah, you've got Egon Durbin from Silver Lake. You've got Patrick Pichet, the former CFO of Google. Terrific. I mean, if you want to talk Fabulous. about, for example, understanding the capital markets and or uh, sort of keys to areas of finance and capital allocation, you've got people who can do that. Uh, you've got people who understand the business side of things, whether it's Brett Taylor, who's obviously the, co, uh, the uh, co-CEO of Salesforce and the company's independent chairman. You know, uh, and on from there, Omid Kurdistani, a former uh, senior member at Google. These are heavyweights. Um, I mean, he's former executive Taylor. chairman at Twitter, not to mention David Rosenblatt, who runs First Dibs. I mean, they've got really uh, and was a double click. They've got a very deep board. So it will be interesting to see how he fits in, whether he leads the discussion, whether he simply is able as the largest shareholder to push for things that otherwise might not be the case amongst other board members because he does have the economic interest 
that none of them come close to, including, of course, co-founder Jack Dorsey, who was also on the board of directors, but owns roughly 2.5% of the stock right now. But you, know, you look at some of his things like Carl, uh, you got to do some, someone, uh, Pernay, uh, Pernay Pathole, okay. Uh, Yuan, you've got to do something about these crypto spam bots. And he says, yeah, single most, Im- single most, most annoying problem on the Twitter. I mean, uh, that to me is, is not necessarily what he, I mean, is that is really a single most important, the crypto bots? He said crypto spam bots are the biggest problem on Twitter. Well, but, but, but if that's the case and you want to buy all that stuff, but you think that if they get rid of them, the, the value would come out. I mean, I, I would like to see, once again, it's kind of, there's a little bit of Ryan Cohen here, which is that, you know what, Ryan Cohen, David, he's the guy who bought stock. I'm game, aware of Ryan, know, yes. That, you know what, we're going to add him, put him in, and wow, okay, he's in the tent. Better that he's in the tent than outside the tent. Well, I, I was going to say, the, the tweet about Facebook giving him the willies. The willies. I mean, imagine if he turns his followers against their biggest and much larger rival. You right? mean just kind of a civil war of, uh, of where there's sanctions? Do you think Musk can put sanctions against uh, uh, against Zuckerberg? David, some sanctions? I don't know. How about some ineffectual sanctions? They're doing nothing because the, 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 the reserves of Russia have dropped like by nothing. I, I think that I don't want to talk about anything other than Musk because the war is totally sideshowed. Right now, even yeah, though, of you, course, the pictures are such. You're that kidding like, about that. And no, I'm kidding we'll, because there's a U.N. meeting today. Yes. And how long can you ask the Chinese to do nothing? Chinese should be right. should be in there with humanitarian aid. I don't mean to conflate the two, but I would say that when I read what Elon Musk wants to do so far, no dice. I don't understand. So far, no dice about what? This is not this can't be his plan. He's got a more plan. There's more plan than this. Well, right now he's locked up. He can't go above 14.9 as long as he sits on the board. He's got a term that doesn't expire for a couple of years. So I would expect that the influence that he exerts will be felt uh, through the board and through his, uh, again, his economic ownership, which gives him a lot of say. Can they do something against Facebook? I mean, if Facebook gives him the willies, does that mean he gets in the boardroom and says, look, we got to go against Reels or go against Instagram? I don't know. It's always interesting, a dynamic on a board who, who sort of has say what, what it's like in that boardroom. And I can't predict in any what way, nor, like can in these other, nor, nor can these other board members right now predict what the dynamic is going to be and how it's going to change but with Brett Bus Taylor. Fair. I can tell you one thing, it will change. The dynamic right. in but, the boardroom will change with him. I mean, I don't even know if they have in-person board meetings. Maybe they will start to again. But, but Brett you know, Taylor, the company the, itself the, is remote, the, basically, Twitter, right? You, can, you don't have to ever, you don't have to ever I mean, come to the office. Remote. So, right, so when they're head, zooming head, in, head, you know. Diamond. Yeah. Um, but you, when you look at Brett Taylor, who's the co-CEO of Mark Benioff of Salesforce, uh, I, he's a mild-mannered person, very considered, very serious. Now, Musk is very serious, very considered, but not mild-mannered. And I don't think he suffers boredom. I mean, I don't think he's going to sit there, let's turn to page 57 and look at the projections for daily average users. No, but you're going in, about to in, say in, he doesn't suffer America. fools gladly. And I no, will Brett Taylor said anything about a fool. There are, there no, are, I didn't say that. I, there are plenty of boards where I could say fool, no, 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 what I said, fool, no, fool, no, 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 no fools I said on this, boredom. No, I understand that. Brett I'm just Taylor's pointing out there are no fools on this board. No. No. Um, uh, maybe management. 
Maybe that's what it is, and maybe it was the change in management it was waiting for. Well, wow. it sounds, Jim, like you're saying uh, the company's either unwillingness or inability to run at maximum efficiency yes. invited this very thing. Yes. Whether I mean, Elliott or this or something else. Yes. I mean, look, the daily average users are not good. The number of people that you see say, I'm dropping Twitter because it makes my life miserable. Or you never hear anyone come on anymore and say, you know what, Twitter is a great communications method. Because what happens is, is that you can't communicate. Now, Elon Musk actually communicates with, with I mean, I happen to love the fact that he has interaction. But he is largely a, a positive following. But I think that he must marvel. I mean, when I go into Twitter and I say, guys, I will pay $25 a month for concierge service where I can just say, listen, the people who are saying that the apes should sodomize me, which is pretty much every five minutes, I want them cleaned out. I don't want that anymore. But the fact is that sodomy brings many more viewers. Oh, good. We're going to mention it twice. That's good. (laughs) Well, no, because it's reality. Let's go for three. He's just relaying third parties. I am saying that if you want to pick up a thousand, a thousand people. the Supreme Court decision that allowed that? I know know sodomy when I see it. No, look, I was pornography. Yes. Look, I I just all I'm saying is, is that the propensity to want to create violence is not something I think Musk wants. I think he wants a discourse that is somehow like that you can get into. I'm praying he gives us two tracks, a track where we don't have uh, insight to violence. How about that, David? Can we say insight to violence? Thank you. Sure. Because that's what it is. Sure. The genocidal instincts of some of the people who don't use their, their names. Uh, it, look, the, the number of the security risk to being on Twitter. Now, he doesn't have that. But I think that what he's saying is, look, there used to be really good discourse. And now we have people throwing bombs. He seems to don't mind intellectual bombs. Intellectual bombs seem to suit him. Well, he, he, has, he has chastised and I would say attacked some journalists who've been critical of him. Yes. In the auto business. He's been yes. ruthless on that. But I love that. That's the kind of thing I encourage because that's him direct to consumer, not having to wait for the New York Times to call him. Remember the Times? I do. You used I do. to read it every day. You used to read it front, front to back. I remember you. Did you used to do the crossword puzzle? I try to read it still, along with the but Wall now you Street just play Journal, Jeopardy the Washington and, Post, the Financial Times, uh, and checking Twitter regularly. I even check out the New York Post. But Twitter was more Still like the sports section. Yeah? Uh, four or five years ago. Yeah. Twitter was. Yes. Because, right. Well, you also have a personal experience in particular with dealing with a lot of hostility on the platform. I would argue right up there, top ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you are on. hated. It is um, top 10, It's bad. It gets in your head. It uh, it's not good for you. We can talk about that off. We can talk about that offline. No Saturday mention. How about we come back to the stock itself, which of course is up dramatically over the last couple of days. Is it too much? Uh, Does it not just fully reflect any potential changes that Musk would make? Because let's not forget here, there's not a takeover in its future at this point, it wouldn't seem, where he's going to try and buy the entire company. Why not? Because he got the 15% limit? Yeah, because he's going to sit on the board. Has he ever abided by any of that stuff? Well, he's going to have to abide by that. Why? What, are they going to sue him? Uh, yes, many, yeah. many times. So they get an injunction, and it wouldn't well, the, work. The Gordon Haskett theory is that he couples up with Silver Lake That's to take what it I private, think. Right? That's happens. what they wrote. Yeah. That's what I you think. You think it's possible? I thought the Gordon Haskett note was terrific. I don't I, think that that's possible. Wait, I'm looking at the market Lake? cap. You're talking 40. You've got to throw a premium on it. But let's get back to 50. That's a big number. No. 
Um, so what, oh, well, you I'm think sorry. Just, he can. I mean, of course, a parlor of course, game? Of course, he's Elon the richest can. man in the world. He can. Uh, Elon can if he wants. He to gets come, in there right, and right. he says, "You know what, guys? Can. can we please with, can. With, take not away the straight PE? We can take last, with, that was my point. He not gets in the board and he says, "Hey, listen, guys, it's not going to happen. Well, he can make an offer. Nothing stops him from doing that. I would assume, even with the." I think, with make, a, I think he can make an offer they can't the refuse. Market. He can make an offer they can't refuse. He can't make buy more in the open market, but um, you better say that. People are enjoying the comments you made earlier about Griswold versus Connecticut. Well, it was that was Potter Stewart. Yeah. It's my favorite justice. By the way, MKM uh, prior to the news about the board uh, does cut to neutral. Uh, they say yeah. it's it's trading above pre-COVID valuation. The long-term DAU uh, target they still think is fanciful. Fair value, 49. Do you think what's exciting about this is it's Musk or the fact that journalists are fascinated by Twitter? I think it's weird that we're leading with this when there is so much else of consequence going on. That's what I'm struggling with right now. I'm struggling with it. I'm happy to move on. Are you? Yeah. Me too. Okay. Okay. Maybe we can do that. Um, Could we put a code on that? We went to 912? Yeah, I think 12 minutes is enough. Yeah. We did it. We, we got it out of the way. We're, we're going to talk a lot more about the energy space today as the EU tries to wrestle with whether or not they can live without Russian coal uh, sooner than uh, phasing out Russian uh, oil, perhaps, and gas. Now, that is an amazing story because coal's at $100. I mean, coal was finished. Yeah. Now, I've spoken with people who are involved in the industry. When you decommission a coal plant, it can be recommissioned. But the Greens are really fighting on the side of, they don't mean to be on the side of Russia. But they've, they're on the side of Russia. By the way, David, if it's natural gas is being drilled in Russia, what does it mean if you won't do it in your own country? We drill for a lot of natural gas here. What are you talking about? No, no, I'm saying in Europe, they, they, the Greens have have succeeded in getting it out of uh, one place and and putting it into another. A lot of it doesn't make sense, and this has obviously created an enormous change. energy need and how it's going to go about in terms of the transition. Do you find it odd that Trump did everything he could to get this industry going and it turns out that only Putin could get it going? We irony? Do. I, don't, I don't know. Don't you like the irony? Uh, hey, what do you think about Musk's tweet about <laughs> You want to talk about DWAC? Is that what you want to talk about? No. I never talk about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a look at futures here. Friend. A lot to get to, obviously. Uh, Deutsche Bank with the um, a call for a recession in the U.S. in the next two years. They just yeah. upgraded that. We'll back in a moment. Don't go away. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shehi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. 
That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Markets are on track to open modestly lower. Oil prices are rising as Western nations weigh some additional sanctions to punish Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Some Polish reports say the EU will propose this ban on Russian coal and other imports. We do have our own nat gas, Jim, highest since January 27. Getting yep. close to six. Yep, and that's not related to uh, to sending a lot over. Uh, it, it's just they're, the market's a very imperfect market. Um, it, it is... You know, we can send over a lot more and still not and still not damage that market. I, I'm surprised that natural gas is so high, given the fact that we have an endless supply, uh, as opposed to oil, where uh, remember they f- they flare natural gas. Remember they still they're trying to flare much less, much less. But, they are making real efforts yeah, well, in you, our country to in our flare country, a, a great deal less. Certainly uh, in the Permian, the, I know that for then a fact. Why is our country not being uh, thought about as being on the forefront of trying to get rid of? of greenhouse gas? Well, we haven't been as committed to renewables perhaps as Europe has, but that may be coming back to haunt them to a certain extent because that transition is not the easiest one to to maintain. Now, there are also people who argue when it comes to nuclear that that is where we've really really lost the opportunity. France going back, Canada doing some small formats. France is still 70%. They never left it. Well, they figured out how to put the waste in vitreous. They figured out to put Um, the waste in glass. And that that always does, there is always a question there when it comes to sort of generating electricity, why we don't have more nuclear, why we we aren't more committed to it. Things have obviously changed over the last 50 years as well since Three Mile Island. Germany, yes, Germany was Fukushima. They just, after Fukushima, they didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, Three Mile Island, don't forget um, uh, Rancho Seco. Yeah. How about Chernobyl? Yeah. All, uh, all, fine, but I mean, we are. Look, again, I'm pro, it's all, I'm pro it's nuclear. All risk I'm reward. pro nuclear. I mean, I talk right. to GE every day. Like, where are the um, plants? Where are the plants? Small form factor in Canada coming. But Southern hurt things by the. Yes. Well, how expensive it has been. Well, a small form factor rate reactor built by GE is going to come in on budget. Okay, so why don't we have a lot more of them? Because we're stupid. And it takes a while, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think that we've all discovered that coal, I mean, coal. Coal's the worst. Yes. Right? And then you go oil, then not gas. Uh, nuclear, you have, uh, well, nuclear, but what we really want is green hydrogen. But nobody seems to be able to do that effectively at all because you need like 50 footballs of, uh, football fields of, of solar panels so that your electric doesn't ruin the, the environment. Look, I think Elon Musk, just slip back here for a second. I would like to know what he thinks more about this issue that we're talking about than anyone in the world, because he is at the forefront of battery technology, energy, and green. Now, I think that I'm not saying, you know, we had a piece this morning about Ben Franklin and uh, Ken Burns. He's our Ben Franklin. I mean, I, if he could they tell They actually us, made that point, yeah. It, I, Okay. There, well, Walter, Walter made oh, Walter. He's some Walter's comparisons fabulous. between the two. And being builders yes. right? and, and, do, and being aspirational, doing things that are hard. Right. Yeah. And, um, and not being, you know, like I was a little abusive when I said to him, we can't do a, a, a field of solar that provides all of electricity. I was a little abusive. Meanwhile, the EU has sort of uh, uh, come out with this fifth package of sanctions that does include coal, 
uh, as much as four billion a year, a ban on coal from Russia worth four billion euros a year, uh, saying it'll cut another revenue source. They also uh, ban on four key Russian banks, uh, a ban on Russian vessels and Russian operated vessels from accessing EU ports with certain um, exemptions. Uh, targeted export bans worth what they say is $10 billion, all of which may end up to difficulties for the European economy. It may be reflected once again, right. and we have to take a look at how their banks are faring uh, and the broader markets there. Um, but we've talked about this a lot in terms of the impact this is going to have overall in GDP out of uh, the EU, which I know targets have come down dramatically for. Right. I just I fear that every single one of these Sanctions just doesn't seem to have much impact on this man. Well, and by the way, their no. their their reserves have barely been dented by uh, what we're trying yeah, to do. But they can't access their reserves. Sorry, Carl. They can't access half no, of those. They reserves. can buy back bonds. They've been able to yeah. buy back bonds. Well, you got you got Treasury now uh, halting their ability to make debt payments in U.S. banks right. in dollars. How much do they have? Them? We don't know how much. Raise they have. the risk of default. Reuters has a piece out this morning saying they expect to earn an additional nine point six billion dollars because of just what oil prices have done Look, this month alone. I, look, I think that this is one of, it's no longer humanitarian. I mean, I, I know, look, there's a United Nations, Russia's a founding, founding member. You know, I mean, you know how Russia can block anything, David. I mean, the United Nations has been taken out Council, yeah. China, it's the most important force other than us. And they've been, yes. Not been asked. By the way, we also don't talk budget. about India very much, which continues I mean, on the to take deliveries. On the wrong of side Russia. of history, right yeah, now, India is continuing to take deliveries. And the only thing that's good is the hundred um, air, air environment six. These switch plate six hundred. Aren't you worried? Aren't you worried or happy or whatever? Perplexed why individuals don't buy those and ship them to Poland? Not unlike the gun running that went to Ireland during the seventies. What is this that you're talking you about? You can buy the 600. You just go on the site. What is this? This is a drone? The drone. It can oh. blow up a tank. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, you can just go buy them and ship them to Poland. You didn't say the word drone. You no, just I'm saying said you the can model buy number. Them. I mean, I'm saying that this is, like, this is like running guns to Ireland. we got to move on. I can't believe we have to move on to the most important <laughs> issue that we talk we about. We will be back, though. But there's, we can, there's, we get, if we talk about Musk, no one would say move on. Say, hey, <laughs> there is plenty on. of corporate news. We'll get to GM, Amazon, Carnival. Got some downgrades of Starbucks and Domino's today. And we'll get Kramer's Mad Dash. Don't go anywhere. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with P. Jim, a leading global asset manager. Twitter made it the best day ever uh, for its life as a public company yesterday, uh, rising uh, almost 30%, up again today to 54. Jack Dorsey just tweeting a moment ago, really happy Elon's joining the Twitter board. He cares deeply about our world and Twitter's role in it. Parag and Elon both lead with their hearts, and they will be an incredible team. Opening bell in less than five minutes. 
All right, let's get to a quick mad dash here and then an opening bell. You want to talk flying cars? There, huh? are, there are many SPACs that came public, and frankly, they polluted everything. I mean, because most of them had no rigor at all. Uh, they've been a great disappointment. They've basically been uh, a mockery of a sham. Now, one that's come public that I know David has been very interested in from day one is Joby Aviation. And David, I know you'd probably in out. This is Camp Fitzgerald, but flying taxis are coming sooner than you think. Yes. Initiating Joby with an overweight. David, here's Ten, what we... $10 price target is what they're saying. Yes, yeah. but they have partnerships with Uber, yep. with Toyota, yep. uh, with Department of Defense. Yes. So there are people who are... Those are very smart companies, and they want to, I think, keep in, uh, you know... Let's just say they want Joby to own the market. It's right. about first mover versus Archer. And they are Lillian, further along in the approvals. Archer is the other one, of course, came public as well. Yes, we talked a bit about that. Um, yeah, China. we'll see. Listen, what they talk about as much uh, three to four dollars a passenger mile. They go about 200 miles, maybe 150 miles, you know. Well, it could I be, mean, a, it could be an alternative, a significant alternative to cars, right. making things a lot quicker. Um, but it's still a long way to go. Yeah, but I think that what they're saying, and I'm, I'm being quite serious now, what they're saying is there's going to be a market, and they are going to own the market, and that matters. So anyway, Joby, um, let's just say if you want to think uh, long term, there you go. There's the opening bell, more short term, and the CNBC real-time exchange. On the big board, it's medical technology company, Anovis, celebrating its new ticker at the NASDAQ Financial Literacy for All, a CEO-led initiative promoting financial well-being. Jim, we didn't really get to talk about why tech did so well yesterday. There's a creeping sense that maybe we're near some peak on rates or CPI. We talked about freight shipping yesterday. I, I thought it was CPI. Uh, betting that we're seeing, by the way, a lot of people talk about a peak in housing. Now, there's some positive housing research on today. I can tell you that I think that, that the Gary Friedman RH note that is must reading about the top in housing has left me thinking, start thinking about uh, tech, because that means tech, you know, you're going to get some inflation pressure downward. Uh, by the way, the semis were such powerful stocks, and the FANG stocks were powerful, that they brought out bears. I saw two notes that were negative about Meta, about Facebook, okay? Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, there is definitely a tone that every single one of the semis that ran yesterday is too high, and that includes AMD, and then there's a savage piece about Qualcomm, which was an affront to me, given the fact that I just had the CEO on last night, it was pretty, pretty positive. <laughs> uh, so I think the analysts themselves are going to have to be dragged kicking and screaming into being positive because they have, look, I mean, NVIDIA, they, there's, you know, there's a lot of holes on NVIDIA, David. What now, are so, they? But, what are but, the holes? What do you mean? Well, no, H-O-L-D-S, not holes. Oh, I thought holes. they meant holes but, in the I thesis. Mean, you mean now when holes. You, when you get off the desk, you're going to love this because you're going to say it's so repetitive and you're sick of it, but we talk about Musk a lot. What do you think, why do you think people feel that the semis, all the semis are doing poorly? Because of supply shortages. No, because of Gelsinger saying that everybody else is bad except for Intel. What? No, what? Like, how about really? Why? Why because would they true. listen to that? Why would the analysts listen to it? Because yeah. Intel was the once mighty Intel. They were king. They were king. They, they were. They were king. You. 
I hear you, but they're not anymore, and I just, no, I'm just i not quite sure Gelsinger, I understand. Gelsinger, you know, telling everybody what? Don't forget, he was went State of the Union speech right up there. I didn't see uh, Lisa Sue up there. I didn't have uh, Christiana Mom up there. No, I mean, fair, not at all. Fair I enough. Mean, you know, where was Jensen Wong? Because he is messianic. And he has also said, look, uh, we're going to take over everything. Now, yesterday, Lisa Sue made a little comment that was completely disregarded by everybody, saying, listen, we continue to take, take share. Now, they're taking share from Intel. They're not taking share from Meta, from Intel. But it doesn't matter. But he's got all the analysts on the run. I mean, when you talk with the other silly, well, yeah, but who knows? What, I mean, yeah, Gelsinger might be coming in there. Gelsinger, <laughs> spending Gelsinger. a lot of money. Messianic. That's an interesting Messianic. term he that got you use. I there. say he was messianic in his pay package. See the pay package? I, I, I think you were traveling. Yeah, I, I think I was away. No, you didn't, I didn't, didn't see Gelsinger's pay, pay package. Didn't matter if you're traveling. Pay package was pay package heard around the world. <laughs> was it? I missed it. <laughs> we, missed it. We Internet we connectivity where I was was not great. Million. Uh, you know how to get to David? I'm calling him. <laughs> right now. Right now. During the show. Because you, you take the calls more seriously. Than what? What? Um, you want to talk at all about this AT&T? Not in the least. He's from Moffitt Nathan's. Not in the least. You don't? Not in the of least? Of course, I had studied it all morning, but now because <laughs> he wants least. to talk about it, I'm like, no, I thought that piece was damning with faint praise, frankly. Um, alone at last, moving to their post-spin target of 19. Of course, we are going to be focused on AT&T and uh, Warner Discovery very soon because they are going to be two separate companies, You're, you know, with, let's call it within a week. Okay. Something it's called, like that. Week. In, a, in week, a week, maybe this deal closes. Maybe, you know... Uh, in that time frame, sooner, a little later, I don't know. But let's just say by the middle of next week, these are going to be two separate companies. Um, 19 bucks is what they look at. What do they say? Well, they say it's tempting to think of this moment as a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for AT&T, the damage done by their acquisition of Time Warner uh, and by their earlier acquisition of DirecTV. Actually, they say that was the more damaging deal. Yeah, it wasn't interesting. Can't be undone with the stroke of a pen. Still overlevered. And the core businesses are weaker for having spent several critical years with attention focused elsewhere. All that said, Jim, um, it's not expensive. No, you know, they this said stock it was, is, what, six and a half yeah, times earnings? Yeah, trading it. I mean, right now it's trading at 7.9 well, times that their that estimated that means they 2022 the, EBITDA. And Moffitt Nathan's but that means they can't make positive. the numbers, David. The stock is telling you they can't make the numbers. And you see how much copper they have and how much they have to do in the CapEx. And- They're spending a lot of money on putting, I talked to Greg Maffei about this yesterday, and challenging what? the incumbent cable providers by putting fiber in. They are spending a lot. They are a wireless and a, and a wireline company. That is what AT&T is. Um, well, how about the fact obviously that, with a different- that Moffitt praised them for reversing very quickly after they took on way too much debt, but yeah. that they did not clear the books. I thought that was really kind of a... Well, they didn't a, change their leverage ratio to a large extent. No, they extent, didn't, but right. they weren't able then, to discover Now, they have changed the way they account one. for certain things in terms of expenses. We talked about that during the last quarter. Um, you know, at, at this point, they're sort of going to be flat for a bit, and then they're expecting, obviously, to move up in terms of what they're going to be generating from EBITDA. But it's going to be interesting. We are going to be talking about this more when the deal closes itself. And not just AT&T, guys, but Discovery also, because it is going to be then... Warner Discovery, one of the largest media entertainment companies out there. Obviously, a great focus on their streaming product, uh, whether it be HBO Max, Discovery Plus, or what would be the combination thereof. 
Uh, and this idea that, remember, it's all a spinoff. So if you're an AT&T shareholder, you're going to be getting these Discovery, Warner Discovery shares. And the question is, do you sell them right away? So-called flowback is what people call right. it. And that conceivably could put a lot of pressure on the shares, which may be one reason why buyers have not moved strongly into them at this point. But we'll see. Are there going to be others that have, they have set up to potentially be there to, with, to help them withstand what might be that storm of selling? Or maybe retail holds on to it. A lot of questions there in terms of uh, the positioning. I think retail is still uh, shaken by the dividend cut. At AT&T? Yes. At AT&T, yeah. Because AT&T, the reason why people owned it, same reason why when I have the Hans Vesberg loan from Verizon, and he talks about growth, you know, people want it for the, for the dividend. And you cut the dividend... There's still a lot of people who don't even realize the dividend's been cut because it's obscured rather well. Right. Although you back into a yield now that's not that bad. That's fairly competitive still, Jim. Well, how did it get to be not that bad? Because the stock, stock came down. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm saying it wasn't because they added. Like, no, but I'm just saying so right now. There's so many dividend boosters. Why do I need to be in a company that cut the dividend? The dividend boosters are just... Yeah, Qualcomm's going to take that dividend up gigantically. But, oh, no, Qualcomm is levered to cell phones. Oh, ATT. Let's buy ATT. Not Libra to cell phones? Big time cell phone. DirecTV, has, David has er, early on identified DirecTV as one of the worst acquisitions ever. You were like that morning. Yes. How did I, you know? I had a lot of questions that weren't answered. That's how I knew. <laughs> and they, management couldn't answer them, at least no. to the point where I understood what they were saying. It was a lot of gibberish. It was genuine ATT gibberish? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember those conversations. What? Ads? What? I don't... I don't quite understand what you're yeah. talking about. And we all These wondered whether it was simply done to support the dividend, to your point. Well, uh, obviously, Mike White did a great deal. He was the CEO oh, of Direct. Mike White. He got out uh, at the right uh, time. I mean, look at that asset now. Look what's happened I to am it. surprised that you did not mention, parent company of this network, the valuation of Comcast. Yes. Actually, yeah. Um, relative to the S&P, got to go back years. I think it was Morgan Stanley yesterday. They still got a 60 target. Well, that was some piece. I mean... Look, I don't want to talk up the network, but it does seem that that's, it was too It's about 13 times. Pick. It's well below the S&P multiple, as Carl just said, and call. that was noted. Good yeah, balance sheet. Uh, true, although questions about the cable business to a certain extent. Same thing I asked uh, Maffei yesterday. They own 26% yeah. of course of Charter. Questions about, right, whether or not 5G is going to in some way compete or even some of these other services that are out there, Starlink or the Amazon thing, even though they're meant for more rural areas that don't have as, as much coverage. Questions about Peacock and how much is going to be spent there? Shoot, before you're all over this. There's a lot of questions. By the way, the bigger question is if Discovery, Warner Discovery doesn't work, a year from now we're looking at it and you're talking and saying, well, I don't know about this, then you'd have to wonder whether, in fact, uh, Comcast is going to have interest in trying to come back again. Remember, but there's they're, no... They're thinking about blocking Microsoft. There's no voting stop there. I, I mean, the idea of what you're saying, regulatory-wise, how could Comcast ever imagine they could be able to acquire a, a Warner Discovery? It's, right. a, it's a fair point. Right. It doesn't mean they won't look at it a year or so from now if, in fact, David Zaslov does not deliver. Jeez. But if he does, then he's Why got nothing to worry just, about. David Zaslov's really nice. You just put that right, right out there. I think he knows. Yeah, I don't think he's offended Ticking by that. Ticking clock? Oh, there's a lot of line. Yeah, uh, it'll be whatever the result is, it'll be instructive for the industry. There's no doubt. Jim, you mentioned consumer weakness, and we do have yes. downgrades of Starbucks, of Domino's. Oh, oh I saw, man. I know you saw Wells going to town on specialty retail. Uh, well, why don't they just like tell us that there's just a vast depression coming? 
I mean, I think retail it was already hit very hard in the first quarter. Uh, the Starbucks, yeah. I mean, when you have a founder come in and say, look, the emphasis is going to be on the workers, then you don't, you have to kind of think, well, why do I want to short term be in the stock? Now, longer term, I like that call because a happy barista is ultimately, uh, you get thousands of happy baristas, you get a higher stock price. But right now, Howard, is, he's saying, I think Howard's saying this, David, you may disagree, uh, that look, one of the principal problems if you're fighting unions or if you're listening to unions, because he's on the listening, is that frankly, um, why do you give so much money to buybacks? Why don't you share the wealth? Logical question if you're working at Starbucks, right? Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, so he stopped the buyback. He did. So that when he's speaking to baristas, this first discussion isn't like, hey, why do you favor people who do absolutely nothing for us other than order triple Vente cappuccino with skim wet? Why do you give that guy something? That, you know, customers and baristas, not shareholders. Well, Shareholders are not the top. When you're running a total service business, I think that Howard built that on service. Um, you know, I think there's an interesting conversation here. We can probably have it at another point as well and come back to it, which is in your, uh, as a CEO and your constituencies, shareholders, customers, employees, I think the argument can be made now that employees are number one. Well, that employees remember Jack Ma are number one. used to come one. on set with us and say, employees, yep. customers, shareholders. He did. Uh, but I think that but, that now, bec- I mean, just look at the companies that are responding to their employees and getting themselves in a sort of a difficult position, a la but, Mr. Chapek and Disney, as a result of responding ooh, to their yeah, employees. Yeah, no, but it's an important Tim point. Cook. And the power of employees right now as well to move, to change oh, jobs, to leave. That's insane. They want. They are, I think, more powerful in some ways right now than, than, no, than no, the shareholder base. Terrible, but and I the CEOs are responding to that. that. If you talk to Tim Cook, he would say the customer is the person we think the most about, I know. which is why they have 99% customer satisfaction. And by the way, the biggest one, I had, you know, Christian Amon last night. Yeah. It's still, still the Galaxy, because Samsung. The, Apple's got a lot of wood to chop if they Understood. want to be the number one. Understood. But I think that Tim Cook has said over and over again that the customers who we work for uh, we're beholden to customer. I think that's fabulous that he says that. Well, they also always say, what is your customer is, and your employees, right? Your shares take care of themselves, right? Well, who that's is, probably who true. is Twitter beholden to? Elon Musk. <laughs> you right know now, why? Because he's a user. He's a customer. He's kind of, he's not really an employee, but he's a board member. Right. And he's the largest economic owner of the stock. There we go. There you go. He's done he your way. Checks all three. Qualcomm's comes down four, and this is a travesty of a, of a, of a mockery of a sham. And you're really attached to that Qualcomm. Well, I had Cristiano talking the most I've ever heard. He's going to the chassis for GM, uh, incredibly important. He's got a lot of other cars, and he's declaring war against the industry for ADAS. That's not Adidas. GM, by the way, a uh, new partnership with Honda to yes. try to develop cheap EVs. Pretty interesting. Mary, and, uh, Mary Barr is doing so many things, Carl. What, when does it? When is she a visionary? <laughs> Um, by the way, before we get to Bob, I want you talked about consumer weakness. Carnival would belie that. Yes. Uh, number one S and P gainer. Travel. As they, as they argue, uh, the week ending of uh, March 28th was the best seven-day booking period ever. Well, it is time to cruise. I mean, those of I mean, 
you know, I'm setting up that in my investment committee. I'm going to make a forceful presentation today at 2 o'clock about why we do not do a cruise. I think a cruise, I think cruises are wrong. Okay. Yeah, uh, the idea he had last week was to go cruising with Jim. Yes. Talk stocks. Got talk it. Talk investment club. Right. Oh, I saw some Twitter chatter well, on that. Twenty-four. Yeah. People, people were. Were, Yeah. Imagine I mean, what you know, that quote might be like. Not, I did want to apologize for using a particular term, but my Twitter following, other than for when I said cruising, it's not been good. But cruising. Oh, boy, people were like saying, Jim, I want to go. I want to go. I get to talk. I mean, listen to this. I get to talk stocks 24-7. <laughs> I'll talk them in my jammies and in my suits. So that's no change from what normally goes no, on. No, but people oh. pay. Yeah, but it'll just pay to be around you doing what you always do. Yeah. I mean, I, as I've said, I'll meet up with you anywhere else. You're talking about, oh, you see that? You see that on the ticker? It's all you ever do. I, I admit to that. You when are I go to a dollar sign. Game, ma- say, you are a man. Uh, no, a dollar sign masquerading as look, a man. I almost yeah. bought Santander for the trust because they're a sponsor of the Eagles. I went and looked at it heavily on a boutique coming in for the Masters, by the way. And but I didn't like the, I didn't like the ratio if she keeps it buys something. But every single one of those signs I look at, and Exalta was one. I said you got to buy Exalta, mm. and boom, takeover, boom. And Exalta was right there in the end zone. You're amazing. You're a seer. I am a seer. Yeah. <laughs> that seer of seers. Um, we're within range, at least, of 4,600 once again. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Uh, morning, Carl. And that has been resistance, 4,600. So we'll see if we can get over that. Uh, it's still the commodity play, though. If you look at the, the new high list, uh, it's once again littered with primarily big cap energy stocks, the marathons of the world. Uh, That's what's moving today. So we see energy up once again. We see materials like Mosaic up. These are familiar names on days uh, when the market is dominated by commodities. Uh, Tech, which has had a real tear on the upside recently, pausing a little bit today. So you see Apple, you see Microsoft, you see Salesforce weighing a little bit uh, on the Dow. Consumer staples uh, just up fractionally. Uh, New high list. I said the new high list was dominated by energy. There's only one other sector really that's out there, and that's utilities. I know they're boring, but all of these utilities are paying dividends north of 3%, some of them close to 4% right now. And it's the only other sector that's consistently hitting stocks on the new high list. There's half a dozen of them in the S&P 500 hitting new highs alone in the utility. But the real story, I think, is the tech rally that we've been seeing uh, really since uh, March 14th or 15th. Let me just show you these moves here. S&P Technologies up 14%. Even semiconductors, which had a very rough week last week, They were down several days in a row. They, too, uh, are holding up pretty well, up 11%. Software's up 17%. Kathy Woods just had a great little run in the last two and a half weeks, up 25%. That's that's quite a move overall. What's curious about this is it doesn't matter what you're looking at. Mega cap, speculative tech, even so-called quality Traders love to talk about this quality idea. It's basically growth with high margins. So if you look at tech stocks that have growth with high margins, those are quality names. So Micron, NVIDIA, Alphabet, Paycom, uh, they're all had great runs, 15 to 25 percent. Again, this is since March 14th, since the close on March 14th. That's pretty good. So what about the other stuff? How about lower quality stuff that has high growth and low margins? We call these Kathy Wood stocks very typically. So Snowflake or Roku or Twilio, they've done even better. So what accounts for these facts? How do you account for the fact that quality doesn't seem to matter? People are just buying growth. I think that's the key story here. Um, We are buying companies 
that are interested in growth or have growth characteristics because we're looking for companies, it seems like this, traders are looking for companies that can withstand a growth slowdown. So in this kind of environment, growth seems to matter over interest rate concerns. So there's a, it seems like a bit of a sentiment shift away from interest rate concerns and more interesting in towards weathering a slowdown. Now this could change, of course, tomorrow when we get some of the minutes uh, for the Fed meeting, and all of a sudden we're going to find out much more aggressive rate hikes that even we thought might be coming. But for the moment, Carl, I think this interest in weathering the growth slowdown is being manifested in this tech trade that we're seeing. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob. Thank you. Bob, Bob Passani. Quick reminder here, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club. Of course, as always, use the QR code on your screen as well. Before we go to break, uh, time for the bond report. We are going to get some ISM services. Uh, Kashkari's on the tape later today. Brainerd and Williams for the time being. Ten year just south of uh, two five. And we got a little bit of positivity in the twos tens this morning. We'll be right back. Got some selected travel names leading the S&P this morning. Carnival, as we said, uh, on what they call the best ever seven day booking period is going to lead you, followed by Norwegian. Twitter's in there as well, as long with as well as the Royal Caribbean and Generac on an upgrade. Uh, so overall, S&P 4580. We're back in a minute. Time for Jim and stop trading. We never talked about the UBS uh, evidence lab piece about Meta platforms, formerly known as Facebook. For, I, I regard it as very negative. Uh, they basically are you know, cutting numbers. They, by the way, keep it as a buy. I want to disagree with the note. I think that that you must buy this. Well, they're saying it's a buy, but. Buy it on any weakness. Why? Because I think Reels will be a major challenger to TikTok in the second half. And you can't wait for the second half to be able to buy it. You have to buy it in weakness now. Uh, Travel Trust owns it. If I hadn't talked about it, I would be a buyer of it for the investing club. We have a meeting on Thursday, and I intend to talk about this. We mentioned uh, DWAC a moment ago. It's down 9%, uh, almost back to 50. You don't think Facebook is also equally vulnerable if Musk decides to shake, shake things up? I think that Musk uh, is a free thinker who cannot necessarily challenge the earnings per share, but certainly the zeitgeist of it. Yeah, sure. Um, it says it gives them the willies, and a lot of people respect. I respect Elon Musk enough to be able to say, I got to do some work, work on this, see the impact. But I know that this Reels is starting to really get gather steam versus TikTok. And it reminds me of Instagram stories. Uh, versus Snap. So let's keep track of that. I am so bullish in this thing, it's crazy. How about tonight? Okay, I have an answer to what David yesterday chided me. Where did I get my figures for freight? From Lior Ron. You love Uber, Uber Freight. I remember on IPO day you yep, like these because guys. Because they yes. are the national freight company and they are about removing friction. Uh, and remember, the more drivers, the better. So I think we, uh, I answered your prayer. I said, I went to him, I said, listen, people want you to be on the record. I'm getting a little pushback. So I'm looking said, forward to listening on. to what he has to say. Isn't that what you want a reporter to do? It is. That's what I want you, you to do. You challenged me. I did. And I, and I rose to the occasion. That's good. Transports are down again today on that. We're going to watch tonight. Mad Money, 6 p.m. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step. 
but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.